The health club for seniors is your kind of place, so come and join us and age with grace. Hello, everybody. This is DG talking to you from Aging with Grace. Today is March 25th. It's a Thursday, 2021, and I'm here to tell you a little bit about myself and our mission here at Aging with Grace. So let's go to the beginning. I was born, I'm just kidding, (laughs) I'm not going to do that to you, but all I want to tell you about being born is that it happened in 1956, so I'm an official baby boomer. I'm 65, just turned 65, and ready or not, fellow baby boomers, here it comes. The it is the aging we are experiencing. We are in this together. Come join us and we'll be on this adventure together. Founder and administrator, I realized that I needed to get ready for the aging process when the responsibility of caring for my sick in-laws was thrust upon me. That was in 2007. And then the sickness and death of my mother happened just a short time later in 2008. That year felt as if I had been parachuted into the middle of a jungle and I had to find my way out alone, fighting my way through the thick jungle growth, which is an analogy for the confusing world of healthcare, to find civilization. I never did find civilization. That is why I quit my job as a middle school teacher and summer programs director in order to focus all my time and energy on my quest for a civilized way to care for the aging and sick in our society. And by that, I mean the United States of America. After two and a half years of studying at the University of Kentucky, where I earned a master's degree in healthcare administration, and several more years of working, networking, and volunteering locally with people who work in senior services and government agencies that serve the aging in our area, it was time for me to open Aging with Grace, Aging in Place, the Health Club for Seniors in 2015. So I graduated I quit my job in 2008. I graduated from UK in 2010, and I started the company in 2010, but we weren't able to open until 2015 because it took that amount of time to secure funds, startup funds, and to obtain the certificate of need. And that's a whole nother blog, the certificate of need. If you don't know what that is, you're welcome to Google it or read my blog. So. Welcome to civilization. Welcome to the club. My entire life has been a preparation for this mission of improving the lives of seniors. As a child, I spent my summers with my dear grandmother, who was a home care nurse, my grandmother Linton. I accompanied her into the homes of the elderly in her county. She also provided transportation for seniors who could not drive, and people even came to her home for advice and health care. She worked at the county senior center one summer, and I went with her every day. I loved the people she served, and they loved me. I remember my grandmother saying to me, as you are, so once was I. In other words, I was young like you once, and you will be old like me someday. So keep that in mind as you interact with older folks. When I was in Girl Scouts, our troop visited a veteran's nursing home to sing Christmas carols. It was dingy, dark, stinky, and from the hallway, I saw the naked backside of a wrinkled, yellow-skinned man lying on his side in bed, and no one seemed to care. 
I wanted to cover him up, but I could not. My parents divorced when I was in high school, and my father remarried a nurse. I lived with them. When I was 18, I enrolled in nursing school and took a job in a brand new nursing home. Back in those days, CNAs, that's certified nurse assistants, received on-the-job training. They put me with two seasoned CNAs, and to me, they seemed like criminals. They swore at the patients and treated them roughly. I complained to my stepmother, and she said, that's just the way it is. I quit as soon as I started, and I remember thinking, I am young and powerless now, but someday I want to change this badness to good. But in the meantime, I changed my major to education. My dear grandmother hated nursing homes and told me she never wanted to be in one. She cared for her own mother in her home because they had lived side by side in a duplex. But when my great-grandmother became ill, my grandmother moved her over to her side. She had a a bed right there in the, the living room until she passed at age 93. My dear grandmother suffered a major stroke 15 years after that and was put in a nursing home. At that time, I was teaching full-time and had three little boys to care for, but wished I could take care of her. If her living will had been honored, she would have passed peacefully after the stroke. Instead, she had a feeding tube, could not talk, and could only move one arm. All the gifts I brought to her in the nursing home were stolen. The nursing home reeked of old urine and feces. I was so depressed to see her suffer and was relieved for her when she passed after three years there. I didn't have power of attorney. My aunt did. My mother always wanted to be a nurse and practiced on my three siblings and me. Her older sister, my Aunt Maureen, was a registered nurse in another state. My mother admired her greatly. After my parents divorced, my mother moved to Florida to be near her mother and her sister, the RN. So she went back to school and earned her license as a practical nurse as soon as she could after her youngest child was in school and took a job in a nursing home. The nursing home where my mother worked was horrendous. I remember visiting her there and hearing people moan and cry out. One lady grabbed me and looked at me, pleading with her eyes, crying, Help me, help me, help me, please help me. My mother wanted me to go to work with her to help the people there and my mother because there was not enough staff to help everyone, but I needed an income. And my mother just wanted me to volunteer there. I was working my way through college, and I suggested she call the churches in the area. My mother quit the nursing home soon after that and went into business for herself, providing home care. She worked in that capacity up until she was diagnosed with end-stage cancer. She died two months later after her diagnosis. Her home care patients loved her and trusted her, and she loved them and talked of them fondly always. After I quit my job at Sears School, I thought at first I would work to improve the delivery of services in nursing homes. That was in 2008 or skilled nursing facilities, or rehabilitation centers, or whatever they are called. After much reading, research, pilot projects, internships, and data mining, I came to the conclusion that there is no hope for that mode of delivery. By their very design, they are doomed for failure. And by failure, I mean quality of care. Our culture needs an attitude adjustment. Older people have value. Older people are you in the future. Older people are not a separate species. They are more important than dogs and cats on whom our culture lavishes much money, time, and energy. We should treat others the way we want to be treated. So what do you want for yourself? Do you want to stay in a nursing home? 
Don't be in denial thinking, it won't happen to me. The statistics are that 66% of us, and it's even higher for women, will need some long-term care, which could be in a nursing home, before we die. Just ask anyone cognizant in a nursing home. None of them thought it would happen to them. Aging with Grace is my answer to how to deliver needed services to seniors for the highest quality of life. It is what I want for myself. It is what I want for my children. God willing, they will be old someday. It is what I want for everybody that I care about, and I care about everybody. Come join us.